This episode is brought to you by Point Plus Fitness Fit Camp. It's time to get your body right for cuffing season. If your body looks like you spent all summer hanging out at barbecues and drinking Mai Tais on the beach, then come join personal trainer Ashley Jeffers for a high-intensity interval training workout. Fit Camp is held in Freedom Park Saturday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. through October 22nd. Point Plus Fitness is offering our listeners a bring a friend free pass. So call your brunch bestie, yeah, that same one you've been partying with all summer, and register at pointplusfitcamp.eventbrite.com and use code DTWMFIT for a bring a friend free pass. Now let's get started with the show. Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you That's- got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Here, here go the passcode on my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200 yet. <laughs> we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Kate Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And we're back for episode 58. What are we drinking on? We are drinking on the Cosmic Mango. So it's two parts Ciroc Mango. Yes, it's new. We had to test, you know, try it out, taste it, see what's popping with it. I love it. It's actually pretty good. It's good. That, it that blue carousel okay. is the devil, though. So let me, so it's okay. <laughs> two parts <laughs> Ciroc Mango, one part Triple sec. So again, I did not have triple sec, so I had to substitute for the blue curacao. And it does have like a heavy dye taste almost. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then two parts white cran peach juice, a splash of fresh lime juice, and then of course the garnish is fresh mango that was soaking in the mango. So the fresh mango is delish. Okay, awesome. it is awesome. so good. You know, I'm a mango fan. Actually, for the entire week, I'm doing mango smoothies. For oh, breakfast. really? Yeah. With what? So I'm doing mango, pineapple, banana, and spinach. Okay. And then my protein powder. Okay. You and need to get some kale, too. I'm all I have about to, I did kale. kale last week. So okay. I'll do like a big bag, and then when mm-hmm. it's done with it, then it's like, eh, I'm I'll swap it out. More kale. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy that, so I do a smoothie every morning as well. And one, I will say lay off the banana because they're not really good for you. I mean, when you're thinking of fruit, they're good for you. But out of the fruit you can have, it's probably not the best fruit. Yeah, it's so sweet, though. I love it. And it makes my smoothie kind of creamy, which I like. So I've substituted avocado Mm. instead of banana. So I bought some avocado, but Mm -hmm. for something else. So I'm going to have to try that. Um, I do like a... A half of avocado, so it gives it still that smoothie, like that creamy texture, but it doesn't really add any flavor because, you know, avocado doesn't really taste like anything, but it's good fat. It's better for you than the banana. I got you. Yeah. But for the sweet, I mean, if it's not sweet enough, I usually, I'll even put some honey in it or something just to sweeten it a little, but. um, Yeah. yeah. I never really need it to be sweet. I don't do it for that. Um, But it's different though. When you stop using bananas, I'm telling you. Yeah. Now I've had some without the bananas because I'll do like depending on what type of like liquid I do. If Mm -hmm. I do milk or like an almond milk or something like that, then I don't necessarily need the banana. I also do, um, I freeze my yogurt. 
So I okay. put in like these little yogurt cubes yes. or whatever oh, cool. to make it cold. So I just I just kind of mix it up, but yeah. But that blue carousel though, like so you it mix you you mix that in instead of the triple sec. Is triple yes. sec, what you put in Long Island iced tea? Yes, and okay. the blue carousel would be for the blue motorcycle girl. And the the reason they're interchangeable because they're both like orange flavored. Mm -hmm. It's just really the color that's different. But when you get into the, like we're tasting the dye and that's what's the difference. So I can roll with triple sec. Mm -hmm. I can. My cousin was on Facebook reminiscing about (laughs) your Long Island I see days. Girl! (laughs) He was like, I miss the days at the American Legion in Albany, Georgia when you could go to the bar in the back and get that Long Island I see and the DJ playing where the good putts. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know that song. <laughs> no, really, girl, you ain't from the south, and that's right. okay. I don't hold it against you. <laughs> Speaking of the south, though, wait. So, cheers. Oh, cheers. <laughs> so, let me tell y'all, Ferretta, we like two drinks in, and he's not no little drink. Good and two, like this is a sixteen Ooh. ouncer. So, please forgive us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the South, so this weekend, mm-hmm. the boo and I went to, um, mm. so shout out to Nesby. The National Society of Black Engineers had their professional, their like nationwide professional development conference in Charlotte. Get out. So yes. You ain't tell me all that. Right? So, you know, I had a couple of friends. I have quite a few friends actually, which is crazy that are involved in Nesby and um, had a like some friends get an award or whatever. Actually, so shout out to one of our former guests, um, Jess Ryan, hey, who is a yes, board member. Uh, of, I didn't even know yeah, that. So he's a board member of the Open Book Foundation. They mm-hmm. received an award. I ended up seeing Tony Stanford from TLS Travel. Wow. He's a member from Winter Sick. Escape. So our homie that's doing the Winter Escape trip, if you haven't got your tickets, make sure you get them. He was also a former guest. He was a former guest. Yeah. yeah so it was a good time. So they had a um, school days party. Mm-hmm. So the dress code was kind of like wear your school gear, like the college you went to or whatever. You could wear your sorority or fraternity paraphernalia mm-hmm. or just kind of like dress like the 90s. Now, I saw your snap. So, you know, I take dress codes very seriously. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you do. So when I saw the party first posted, you know, I reached out to the boo. I'm like, because, you know, he don't like the party. I'm like, hey, like literally my text said, I know you don't want to go, but. There's a school days party and you get to wear your, your school gear or whatever. Do you want to go? He's like, absolutely. <laughs> Excited. Like, so hyped. So we end up going, clearly, I have one FAMU shirt. One. <laughs> All the money in student loans. I have one, one. shirt. Okay. Fr- that I bought at the bookstore sophomore year. Praise Jesus, I can still fit it. Hmm. So I got my little one little shirt on. And, you know, and I'm looking at him like, you going to rock your fam, you gear? He's like, mm-mm, I'm wearing my yellow stuff. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> he's so bougie. You so, right? You so bougie. But whatever. So the boo, you know, whenever the boo is excited about going somewhere, I'm excited. Yes. So we get there. The music is good because they give you, like, the 90s stuff or whatever. Yeah. But we're from the South. Me so and it him. So it's yeah. like, I feel you, but I wasn't listening to Who this. Who was the DJ? I, I hate it was to DJ Shogun. 
He's was, from New York. Yeah. Yep. And I, I felt I like it. he was from up top. He's from and New it's York. like, okay, I get it. And he had Blue, the gentleman that does like spoken word and poetry or okay. whatever. Yes. So he was kind of emceeing, okay. which is cool because you had like the dichotomy of both of them, like the DJ, but then you got the MC, like, ah, y'all right. ain't feeling that. Let's switch it up. Right. Okay. Okay. So he broke out the Luke first. And I was like, oh, it's time. The South is happening. You know, I look at the booth, get up. This is our time. It's happening. Right? I would have paid money to see this. I would have paid money. So we got there. You know, Luke is on. Okay. I'm killing it. I'm popping a little bit. He dropped the juvenile, back that thing up. Uh, he do a little masterpiece. Uh, uh, yeah. And I'm like getting my life. Like, <laughs> even though it's in the 90s, I was in like middle school in the 90s or whatever. We so were still dancing. I mean, but I'm taking it back to like, bruh, I was in the band. In the oh, 90s. Yeah. So Master P was like the epitome of, of like being on, on yeah. the like the, the Trump trumpet line. Like, come on. <laughs> so I'm so hyped. And then he plays um my neck, my back. Oh gosh. And all those bougie engineers were like, What? They, my what they, in my crack? They, they didn't know. They wasn't ready. They was like, you know, mm. you had a couple of people dancing to it, but it was like, mm. See, what? What see is she what saying? What? Oh my God! They what's her name? Kaya. Kaya. They don't know Kaya. Girl, like I know Kaya. Girl, they York. was like, oh, like my, and my. Listen, you know me and the boot getting it. <laughs> like, bro, I remember where I was at when that song dropped. Like, <laughs> what? Oh, y'all don't. Oh my oh, God. Okay, girl. I guess. Listen. Like, I felt like I was back on I campus. Mean, she is straight Florida's finest. They, they didn't know. Look at Florida's finest. I mean, she's not Florida's she's finest. Not. She's really not. But, <laughs> but, it's like, yeah, he wasn't really feeling the South. He didn't give us the love that I felt like we deserved. Oh. He didn't play any hot boys. See, I, I'm not even from the South and I love yeah, all of that. I'm like, I do. How yeah. you ain't got the hot boys? How you ain't representing for the nine nine and the two thousand? Listen, no? Come he, on didn't, he didn't. But he didn't Mm-mm. drop that at the beginning. Or back that thing up. He got thing. into back that thing up, but, but he, he didn't, didn't drop. He didn't drop it for the nine nine and oh. the two thousand. Listen. So yeah, I was like, you know, I kind of feel some kind of way. I feel like the South. It's a different genre of music. It is. It, it was. Is a little raunchy. It's supposed to be. I like, mean, the days of the freak Nick and all. I mean, hello. He did play. Um, <laughs> the what's what's the Running Man song that's out now? Oh, that's my jam. yeah. Um, and I boo. Wait. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, I can't think of um, the song, but that was like. He did that play that. Jam. And and Blue is so funny because he was like, I know y'all remember at Freak Neat looking at the girls in the um the convertible Sebring. <laughs> yes. Like, oh. yes. Oh, that's funny. Yes. That's yes. probably more Beach Week, but yeah, I feel yes. you. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I it was it. good to hear all the old stuff. Like, uh, he should have played a little more so so deaf bass all stars. Mm-hmm. That would have been my personal preference. Mm. Oh Lord, she got that thigh out. I think um, I have Either I had that CD. I know I used to have it. Someone may have stole it. I had Sussex yes. Death Base All Stars Volume 2. Ooh. Still mm-hmm. only, I think I only have Volume 1. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to hold it against you because you're not from the South. Yeah. But I felt like, oh my God, I should be in my room like making routines, like dance routines with my Listen, cousin. Like, 
That's how I felt at the Bad Boys concert. Yeah. Was that last week or the week before? Two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Listen, that thing was everything. Take you back, like back in time. It really did. Yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. I had a good time. So again, shout out to Nesby. If there are any singles who are part of Nesby or any other professional organization, I highly advise for you to attend some of these conferences. Like, I was kind of scanning the room like, you know what? If I was single, I could get it right now. Listen, you're right. Get it. So, I was going to go to the party, but we ended up leaving. I went to go watch the game, Clemson game. Mm -hmm. And it was late. By the time I got home, I was like, I'm not going to (laughs) go. You know what I mean? I was just like, I'm tired. And, you know, I was going to roll through just to see what was popping. Yeah. But, and you know, the thing about it, so it wasn't like super thick or anything like that. You know, it was like a decent amount of people or whatever. But it was one of those environments where if I were single and I came by myself, I wouldn't feel... Like, oh, I'm by myself. Yeah. I wouldn't feel awkward. I would just be able to just like get onto the dance mm-hmm. floor and, you know, maybe meet somebody, have a drink or whatever. So it was kind of like, this is, this is the type of space. If you're single, you want to be in this type of environment right. where, you know. Not just going to a random bar. Like yeah. where I was on Saturday night watching the game was not where you wanted to be. We were at Whiskey Warehouse. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to be there with your people. Watching the game. Yeah, because otherwise everybody's drunk and then right. it's like, you know. It's not that many of Or if you there, go to so. any typical, like, club night or whatever. Because this yeah. wasn't a space where you needed to be super dressed up. Right. Like, I had on sneakers. It was 90. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> if you would have come dressed up, you would have looked crazy. You would, yeah, you would absolutely look But crazy I heard some everybody... people did crash from another event. Really? At the end. Oh. You were probably gone. So, I left at, like... Almost one, because, yeah, us old people had to take the train down <laughs> to, like, the suburbs where we live at. I saw that. I was like, what time does the train even stop running? Girl, at one thirty, oh. and, you, and you know the boo. What time? We need to go at 12.45. <laughs> I was like, but I had, no, we, we got to go now? Okay. <laughs> right now? I feel like the last one, he was like, no, let's, let's go. <sighs> it's like, okay. Y'all so funny. Yeah, we got there at, like, 10.30. <laughs> I've never been at a party that early before. It's like you, you, you know, you all win. Listen, you had the party at ten thirty, and you're home by one thirty. But that's kind of my life lately. I, right? Listen, if I'm going to a night party, which is very rare, I'm in there early and I'm out just as early. Get in early, yeah. I'm like, look, I don't have time to be sitting here until no two o'clock. I'm not going to eat afterwards no more. Mm-hmm. Not doing it. So I'm here early. I'm out mm-hmm. early. Going home. And that's going to be that. You know, we passed Midnight Diner. You know, you passed mm. it on the train. Like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, Shout out nope. about all that grease. And people right. standing outside. It's like a long line. Why would I ever so stand that line? Oh, I've done that before. I but have. why? Why did I do that? Because you're drunk. And you want food. Yes. But when you're not drunk, because, again, you haven't been drinking straight. as much. You can think straight. <laughs> and like, I'm not really hungry. Go home and have a glass of water and go to hell to bed. And if I am hungry, I don't want this. But honestly, like... That's part of the reason I've gained weight, though, is that drinking and that late night eating crap because you're not, you just want something to feed that. So I don't wake up and I feel like, eh. but honestly, I don't really wake up with a hangover anyway. But so even though really you don't get that. the hangover, I think drinking does cause weight Dehydrate. gain for a couple of well, reasons, yes. though. But yes. like, I think one of them is 
Mentally, you feel like I have to prepare myself for drinking, right? So, so if I know eat. I'm going on a Saturday night, I'm going to eat in advance. But I don't. But this, you know how drinking causes weight gain is because your body, instead of breaking down your food, breaks mm-hmm. down, has to deal with the alcohol first. Yeah. And so I've you're had a trainer tell food. me that that takes between 24 to 48 hours yes. for the body to just break down alcohol. But what helps speed up the process? What? A little apple cider vinegar. You know, I'm an apple cider vinegar fan. It has kept me from having a hangover before. Um, That's a good idea. I should probably start taking that like at night. Mm -hmm. Just drink a little, drink a little ACV, little ACV shot at night. Listen, I can tell you about 50 ways you can, you know, put that in your life. And and another way (laughs) is to go to fit camp on Saturday. Yes. Mm -hmm. In that fit camp. Because let me tell you. Oh I, oh, I know she killed you. I know she did. I was out there doing bear crawls <laughs> on the concrete. <laughs> I was like, you so lucky I'm getting my nails done today. <laughs> when, so, <laughs> so hey, you didn't know at Fit Camp. Doing those steps was like, I don't want to do the stairs. I don't. Listen. You know, you have that moment where you're like, oh, I'm good with being fat. <laughs> like, do you know how often that runs through my mind? Like, though, why am I really upset am I about here? being fat? Like, I should just embrace it. <laughs> you know, thickness is in. I'm like, what is my problem? And you know, you can't like live in that space because you right. know you love like when you look in the mirror and you step on the scale. Listen, and it's like, oh, I can put these all, pants on. I haven't know, been able to fit in forever. And you know, I love a good midriff. <laughs> so who am I? I? I can't. I gotta go work out. And it's just so sad because I was so angry Saturday at fit camp. <laughs> so if you want to see us not being drunk. <laughs> Cursing in front of pastors. Yes. Come to Fit Camp on Saturday, 9 a.m., Freedom Park in Charlotte. <laughs> it's a problem. But, you know, so Fit Camp is good because you got to get ready for cuffing season. You can. I mean, it is. See, I haven't drank too much. It does. All those things. It is. You can. And it will. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, and it, it's good because, like, I work out on my own now. And it's that that kind of switch up for the week that you need to kind of kick yeah. you in out of your comfort zone. So yeah, I do awesome. feel that because I can do things at home by myself, but you I'm know, only going to go so far. Right. Like the things she comes up with, I'm like, yeah, who told why, you? why, why would you, why would my, my body doesn't even want to do that? Who's mentally? This? Right. I don't even want to do I'm this. not into it, coach. <laughs> not today. No. And it should be like, oh, really? So, so go ahead and give me 10. And right. Then- <laughs> and like, keep it pushing. But yeah. So. But it was some singles out there last weekend. So how do we get like in tune to the, I would not have known it was going on if it was not for you telling me you were going to that party. That's a good question. So I think, um, being connected to people around you, like not just what I find. So I'm on social media a whole lot, right? Mm-hmm. And what I find is typically if I see some, if I see something posted by someone that I'm friends with, sometimes I'll just easily scroll past things if it doesn't mm-hmm. automatically like look familiar, right? Yeah. And so. I have, again, so many friends that are involved with Nesby, and it was like, oh, they keep posting about this party. Right. Okay. Maybe I should see what's going on. Can I tell you how that party came up in my events tab on Facebook? Mm-hmm. But I, I hate Facebook so much that 
I'm only out there. I don't even, I was out there like two or three times this week, saw the event and it didn't register that it was the same event until I talked to you yeah. about it. And I was just like, you know, like whatever, like you said, you scroll past it. You don't really pay it much attention. So I think you have to be intentional. I think I for think me, so. I'm in this space with the boo where it's like, um, because we're both really kind of, um, managing what we eat mm-hmm. and being very intentional about our food. So we're looking for dates and activities that don't revolve around food. Okay. So looking for things to do that aren't dinner focused. Okay. Right. So it's always like, well, what can we do? Can we go to jazz in the park? Oh, we can go to a school days party, which would be really right. fun for both. So I'm yeah. all, I'm intentionally looking for activities that are not food. That aren't food related and inexpensive because like, yeah. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah. seriously, stuff, is just so expensive. stuff can just get so expensive. So mm-hmm. that was really kind of why I was looking for it. I'm always down to dance. Well, yes, I'm always down for a good party with some good music. Yeah. So, so if yeah. you're single and you're ready to mingle, mingle outside of your circle, right? So you're going to get those parties from the promoters that you typically frequent, right? If you go to a certain party promoter, like he's going to email you, he or she's going to email you every single time they have something. But if you've already been once or twice, it's highly likely the same people are going to be there because they got the same list, right? Mm -hmm. Go on Eventbrite because Eventbrite sends me like an email that'll say three of your friends are going to this. Oh, really? Have you ever gotten those? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I do, I'll probably delete it. See, you got to be intentional. You got to be like, huh. What is this? If three people that I'm connected with on Facebook are going, what is it? So who sends it to you? Eventbrite or Facebook? Eventbrite sends it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I usually, I don't know if I get those or not because I, I go through my email so quick sometimes. But I know if I go to the actual application, mm-hmm. on it Facebook will tell you Eventbrite. like on Eventbrite, like okay. what's near you. Like it'll break yes. down what's going on if you want. You, I mean, there's ways to find out what's going on. So I think it's all about kind of like opening yourself up. But like you said, being intentional. Yeah. So, yes. Being intentional. So that's how I found out about it. Um, I don't know if any other conferences are going on, but look, people in the Charlotte area, Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority, which manages the the Mm -hmm. Charlotte um, Convention Center, Center, They always got a conference going on. Yeah, I mean, they can't have that building sitting over there empty. So if you look at, look, if you're single and you're looking for like, I don't know, a doctor, then you need to find out what a medical conference is at. Right. right. Roll through there. Hey, girl. <laughs> you remember me from band school? <laughs> no. no. No, I don't remember you, but come, let's get a drink. <laughs> right. It, and that's usually what they'll say. Did you see, have you been watching Atlanta? No, I don't even know what that is. I, oh, I can't. Like, I can't with you. Here we go. So Atlanta is the new show. It comes on FX okay. from Donald Glover, oh, a.k.a. You know Chance the Rapper. I'm, wait. Is it Chance the Rapper? Is that his? No. No. It's not his. What's he's, his? Sco- no. No. Wait. He's what's a rapper? Donald Glover's rapper name? Oh, so it must be Chance the Rapper. No, it's not Chance it's the not Rapper. It's not Schoolboy Q. It's not Schoolboy Q. Then I don't know. I got to text my baby. My 15-year-old daughter will tell me. Listen. Anyway, so but he has I heard a show. about that. But why do they call him by his regular name all the time? Because he was on The Breakfast Club and they were talking about it. Because I think he feels like, look, I'm a professional. <laughs> so, 
What's his name? Danny Glover? Donald. Is it Donald <laughs> Is Glover? he related to Danny Glover? No, I don't think he's related uh, to... Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. That's yeah, it. I would know him. He's such a cutie. Yeah. So, Childish Gambino <laughs> for the old folks. Because I'm like, is this schoolboy cute? Is it I'm like, no. the Rapper? No. I knew Chance it was neither. Chance Rapper is the one that's on the Kanye album. Okay. Ultralight Beam. Oh, he's on that song? That's it. I love that song. I've been bumping Kanye all week. You weekend. need to get you a teenager in your life. Listen, you know, up on this, this is stuff. the thing with music. I will download it based on whose album it is, but I never look at who's featured on it. Oh. Well, I or I can never tell you the name of songs either because I just play them. I don't care who what the name of the song is. I feel you on that. Yeah. I barely even download. <laughs> but, you know, I love Kanye and I... I Ultralight Beam is my favorite song on the album. So I was like, I have to know who's rapping because I know this isn't Kanye. And, okay. Yes. And then, you know, my daughter was like, you don't know Chance the Rapper? Yep, no. Ma. And I'd be like, oh, girl, like, because I have like real stuff to do in life. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so on Atlanta, on the on the past episode, last week's episode, basically he's like managing his cousin who's like a rapper. Okay. Like paper boy. It, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So they go to this like charity like basketball tournament or like celebrity basketball tournament. And this lady thinks she knows him. Okay. Out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And she's like, Yeah, well come with me. We are coming upstairs to VIP or whatever. And he's like, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So it just made me think about like when you come, when you go to these different places, nobody's ex- thinking that you're not supposed to be supposed there. Supposed to be right. there. So just like go and be and like mingle and blend. Hey girl. But this is the thing. You love just have shirt. To, if you look the part <laughs> look and the you part. can talk, like you have some conversation, it doesn't even have to be about what they're talking about. So true. Cause most of the time when I'm at a work event. Once work is over, I don't want to talk about work anymore. So most of them probably don't want to talk about work anymore either. Half of the people there don't want to talk about work. Right. I'm sure of that. They're trying to drink and probably get laid if you're looking for a dude. Not that you want to be the one that gets laid, but I mean, if you have something that sparks something else in him, then go for it. These conferences are ripe. (laughs) Okay. They're right. You already have a hotel room, probably at the same place that the conference is taking mm-hmm. place. If you're single and you play your cards right, you could meet your husband at a conference. You could. Husband or wife. Right. Absolutely. Or I friend with that. benefits. Yes. All, all of the above. Or your next baby Get in, daddy. Get in there. Or your next ex-husband. Get in I don't know. There. <laughs> you could meet somebody. <laughs> so what are we talking about this week? We are talking about cuffing season mm-hmm. because we are... In the midst of cuffing season. And for all of you that don't really, yeah, you know, we all think it's a new kind of idea and a new kind of thing, but let me it tell ain't. you, it really is not. I was doing a little research. Mm-hmm. And this thing they claim has gone back for hundreds and thousands of years. Hit them with the facts. So let me get you some facts. Oh my God, please tell me you listen to Beanie Siegel's podcast with Tex okay. Stone. So, so, first of all, facts. <laughs> Yo, can I tell you how they had me get on Twitter? And let me tell all y'all how I'm so. You can find me on Snapchat, but that's probably the only social media that I hit hard lately. But I was on Twitter like, yo, tax season and Beanie Siegel got me looking like a little kid and grown folks' conversation. I was like, oh my gosh. Yo. 
<laughs> I was all in like, oh, what? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how many times is Beanie Siegel going to say? Because, you know, like, so I'm mm. not a hip hop head. Right? Yes. But it was like, you know, he's super hip hop. He you is. gotta listen. You gotta, yes. and then he, oh my god, I can't even tell you. You just gotta Yo. listen. And I'm like, oh, okay. It was so deep. So I was like, listen. I text the boo like, does he say facts like in his lyrics? Like, is that a part of his? And he's like, no, no, like just. But he like, is oh. letting you know that this, it like, it's truth. You can go like, I'm not lying. This is yeah, facts. It's fact. Facts. I got all that. He got the receipts for all y'all that need you know. Halfway through it, I was like, whose podcast is this? <laughs> Listen. Oh, I totally forgot about Techstone. <laughs> can I tell you how? Because it sounded like Beanie was just talking to me. I felt like we were having, I was, he was you talking to ask, directly so to Beanie, me. So Beanie, what happened after? Oh, no! like, and I was so glad we taxis and finally asked the question. I'm I, like, dude, are you still I in the forgot. room? I yes. forgot. But anyway, I did um, tweet. Yeah, I did tweet that. So ridiculous. I did because I was so yeah. like, oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I I took a totally different perspective of the interview, and I'm not going to share it because I don't want y'all going off on me. <laughs> they going to drag you on. They going to drag me, and I don't want to be drugged. But I just kind of felt like, Beanie, I get it. I get what you're saying, but. Mm-hmm. One, for you to be an OG in the game, I needed you to do a little more due diligence. I needed you to have known that the game wrote a lyric about you. So this I needed is you thing. to have known that. You got enough people around you. Mm, you're a lover. No. You're a lover of music. You're right. a lover of hip hop. But I think so before the you agreed is, to go yeah. write a rhyme, you should have done your research. But That's all I'm saying. Just like he went to the game. Before he went back with Meek, you should have did that initially, especially yeah. if you already have a relationship. No, I completely agree with Even you there. Even if no relationship exists, if somebody calls you and says, hey, I need you to do this thing for me. And then you say, oh, you're writing a disc record, a disc record about who? And then that and why? Says what happened? And why? Right. And then it's like you're well, not gonna go listen to the original track. Up. Yeah. Let you. me do a little bit of research first, right. because as a lover of the art, I just needed you to do that. That would have yeah. just solidified your grown man status in my mind. I think it's almost for the love of their city, though, because that's almost you know. What and I mean? that's fine. I'm not but, saying you shouldn't have done it. I'm saying for you to now say I, just feel like, I didn't no. even know that he big me up or whatever. Yeah. No. That's not that's, that's not enough for me. You're a, you know, if you're like Michelangelo to the but, arts, you need to But know. I have to say this too. I think it all happened very quick. But I will no, seriously. A lot because, of stuff happens. But quick. no. But this is but we're talking about Meek Mill. First, no, and the reason I say that is because when he had his beef with Drake, how long did it take for him to respond? So let's be clear. You know, it's a different timetable we're working Stuff in this does time. Quickly. <laughs> it does. But as an OG, as the yeah. person who has been holding down his city for years but, and trying yeah. to teach these young boys and telling but that's me, the thing. look, I, I'm not on that block because my OG's son is on that block. But I don't, but that's the difference. I needed no. you to act and But this is the difference. Almost like, no, I didn't need you to react at all. Sit your old ass down. Yeah. Why are you involved in these kids? conversation yeah do you know what i'm saying like this is new school you old school you og why are you getting into this stuff don't say a damn thing me punk ass no because i'm not a fan 
I'm not a fan of Meek Mill. Yeah, Sorry. It's not that I'm a fan or not, but, but I, no. I want to know who Beanie Siegel's wife is. Like, I need to talk to her and I need to know why she didn't say to him, sir, no. Have a seat. We're not getting involved. No, we, that's what we're not going to do yeah. is that. We don't need those checks. But we're good. anyway, let me anyway, drop these facts, facts. on y'all. <laughs> so. Cuffing season facts. Cuffing season facts. Don't cuff you a meek. You don't want them. No. Facts. No. Nikki. Listen. Facts. Right. So it basically goes, so Dr. Wendy Walsh. So I found this article that was on MTV.com talking about cuffing season. Okay. Wasn't MTV, nobody. Listen, clearly they don't know, but the doctor. (laughs) She knows what she's talking about. (laughs) Okay. So she basically talks about how the days get darker, which is true, which is so Uh crazy. It's so, you know, it's getting darker earlier. And hundreds and thousands of years ago, there's there was less food around this time because you know the harvest is usually during the summer months, so there's less food and less resources available. So surviving happened better in packs. Mm. It ensured, you know, according to the doctor, you know that you survive because when you're in a group, like you're in a family situation. That makes sense. You know, as a man is the gatherer and the woman is the one that prepares, you kind of can last longer together than separate. That so, makes perfect sense. And she also had a couple facts related back to now where she said most babies are born in July and August. Mm-hmm. And I know quite a few of those. Me too. And then she said in 2003, the most popular month for engagements was December. So it kind of all... <laughs> Right. But Dr. You, Wendy over here reading my life. Okay. And I was about to say. <laughs> so yes, not ma'am. only did I get engaged in December, my baby was born in September, which is right, right on the, on the, the tail end right. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dr. They, Wendy but, might know what she's talking about. Because cuffing <laughs> season goes from, I think it starts in like September to to March. Yeah. So when you're conceiving, yeah. you know, in those months. <laughs> Whether you think you Look, cuffed Dr. up or Wendy not. better get out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I think it it makes sense, though. Like, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. You spend your summer months gallivanting. Yes. Okay? Out I here, know. Doing your thing. 88% of my single friends gallivanted this summer. If I see another post of one of my friends with a... Uh, a super cute swimsuit on mm-hmm. on somebody Mexican beach. <laughs> okay. And I'm looking at you, hey cutie. Okay, you and cutie pie all on the beaches and stuff. <laughs> Sipping on my ties and stuff. Yep. And like you see my drinking water tequila. <laughs> like if these half of them go sit down somewhere. I know. But you do that during the summer months. You travel. Yeah. You, you know, you just, you, you just live life. I think it's yeah. because it's hot out. Yeah. You just want to go Your out money and have good. fun. You yes. got that good bonus at right. the end of the winter time. You want to parlay it through the summer. Yes, mm-hmm. girl. Yes. <laughs> Plan all your good trips These with kids that bonus out of money. School, so it's yes. like, I don't care if you have to stay home by yourself for two <laughs> weeks while I'm in Perry. <laughs> it's okay. You'll be all right. 
Your nana come over here and watch right. you for a couple of days. Got some good oodles and noodles in there for you, Look, bro. you'll be all right. <laughs> and so you just, you know, hanging out all summer long. But what I think also happens is you're hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. You're meeting people. Yes. And you weed through people during the summer months. Right. So that by the time cuffing season starts in September, I think it's very akin to, like, sports. And honestly, it's funny. You got these funny. guys working out spring, summer with yep. you. But it's not until that preseason that starts in August, September, do you really get to see what they're worth? Yep. And what, I was are like, they really going to step up? Yeah. Are they going to step yeah. up? Can they make the plays? So yeah. you do that in August, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, girl, he he a keeper. We going September yeah. one, right? Let's yeah. get it popping. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy thing is, so there's this picture that shows like the schedule of cuffing season, which What's August fifteenth through the thirty first is pre draft, pre draft workouts. Sports, girl, I don't football. know this one. The one that I met in Cancun, he's still texting, girl. Let me see what he's Listen. talking about. Then you have September 4th, which is draft day. He said he's going to come through for Labor Day. <laughs> we gonna Let me see. see if this dude really bought right. that ticket. <laughs> then September 5th through 19th is training camp. He came through. I think we're going to be an item. <laughs> yeah. I like him. He cute. He's short, right. but I like him, girl. He got a good conversation. He right. held up for the weekend. And he got a good job. Mm-hmm. And he's from a good family. Both his parents still together. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then preseason begins on September 20th. We, we we probably gonna be in a relationship. I don't know, girl. You think I should? He coming back. We gonna go on a you know a little long. <sighs> I done weekend. bought a ticket mm-hmm. to the Beyonce concert in New right. Orleans. He see? say he gonna meet me there, girl. We'll see. Yep. And then October twentieth, preseason ends, and then October thirty first, which is roster cut. So we getting down into the thick of it. I'm in a relationship. We're doing matching <laughs> costumes for Halloween. Girl, so, what you going to be? Because we're going to be this, like, that good old couple's costume. <laughs> we're doing a couple's costume. So, I'm the outlet. He the plug. What you going to do, girl? I know, right? So what's just so crazy is that, so last year, I did meet someone. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is whether you're thinking of it as cuffing season or not, it just happens. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah. I met the boo during cupping season. It's so crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it was like end of October, and we've been kicking it ever since. So cupping season is a real thing. So I've been seeing like there are different matchmakers and just um, even some other like relationship podcasts mm-hmm. posting about cupping season. Like it's a thing in our culture, right? Yeah. We know it. And some women that I know that I follow have taken cuffing season and they're like, I don't know, they have this negative reaction to it. Oh, I don't uh uh I don't need cuffing season. Or you're gonna see a ton of like quotes, like these these posts that are all quotes like, I'm just out here, you know, building my empire and making money and Okay, girl, what the guy do with cuffing season though? But that's the thing. I think people look at it as a negative. Where I think they're looking at it as, oh, it's cuffing. We just bund up for the winter. Where, yes, there are some people out there that they're not looking for a long-term relationship. We just getting through the winter months. But I think that's also what you put out. Like, if I'm putting out that's all I want, that's all I'm going to get. To the defense of a lot of men that I think get that bad rap, I don't think there are a lot of men who are intentionally seeking out women just for a season. I don't think so either. I mean, well, 
Okay. So I did read this article earlier. You will always have those men who are just like hunters, but for the sport of hunting. Yeah. Not for long term. Just again, for the sport, you go out, you kill, you don't even take the meat home. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just because just to show I can do it. Mm -hmm. But of course you're going to always come across those. But Again, what are you putting out? Because if that's what you're attracting, you got to look at yourself and what are you putting out there? When I see those types of men, I just think they haven't caught the right one yet. And I know that's very like optimistic and thinking but, um, that so women can I agree change with men, that. But it's I not, think women can change men. And it's not intention that she's intentionally trying to change him. Yeah. It's who she is is going to make him want to be better to be with to even be an option to that woman. Absolutely. Kind of walking walking in your purpose. Yes. And in your truth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So so there are always gonna be men. Like maybe let's take the male female dynamic out of it. In life. Mm-hmm. We are all opportunists to some degree. Right. If you tell me, hey, geek goddess, you could come work on this job for three months, get paid an awesome, ridiculous amount of money, mm-hmm. and then after three months, you could carry on with your life and you ain't got to stay. Or you could actually come do this part-time and still work your full-time job right. and make the same amount you work on your full-time job. Am I going to be like, nah, I'm straight. Because uh, no. I'm the type of woman that's I loyal. Fifty to sixty hours a week. <laughs> no, I'm not going to just do part time <laughs> for full time work. The hell? What? Uh, what time y'all need me to be there? And can I bring a friend? <laughs> can I bring a friend? Can the homie have some too? Right. So it's kind of like to some degree we're all opportunists. Yeah. So depending on what we can get away with, we will. If you could get away with doing half Listen. the work for twice the salary, you would. And the, oh, the whole <laughs> you thing, would. you tried it. If that if you didn't try it, there wouldn't be a sale. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Yes. So if I am a guy who's like a guy or a girl who's just not sure. And if I shoot my shot and you're like. Yeah, I ain't looking for nothing serious either. Oh, okay, bet. We can still go out, we can hang out, and we can be sexually active, and I don't got to be serious with you. That sounds like fun to me. I'm willing to do it all winter long. Sign me up. But that's what I always tell, like, never say what you do or you don't want if you don't know. Because you just agreeing with that person, no, boo, believe me. Whether the woman is saying or the man, if they're the ones saying it, they mean it. So how do you get... How do you get serious about cuffing season? How do you get past the the cuffing. negative, <laughs> yeah, the negative connotation to open yourself up to what can happen? I yeah. think it's, I think it just goes back to the where you are in your life yeah. because even like I said, for me, I met this dude wasn't even trying to meet nobody. I'm out How here. How did you meet him? So I was at the Cigar Social, which just Ryan. Sounds like outside of her house. Yes, outside Mm -hmm. of my house. It was um, cigars. I don't even smoke cigars, but I'm like, I'll go support the homie. I'm going to go to his events. He was popping. Support. So let me go ahead and break that down for a moment. (laughs) You were A, outside of your home. I have so many friends who don't go anywhere. And it's like, girl, well, you, okay, you're going to meet somebody in your house? Probably not. Right. Okay, girl. Um, But even outside of that, 
for men, let's say there are men that don't smoke cigars, right? There are right. women that don't smoke cigars. Personally, I wouldn't go to a cigar social because I hate the way the cigar smoke smells in my, in my hair. hair. Girl. But if I am looking for a man, if I'm serious about finding someone, mm-hmm. then I'm going to say 10 times out of 10, men are at a cigar social. Absolutely. And I mean, there's women there, but there's far more men that were there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting over with one of our girlfriends, one of our guy friends, chilling, talking, having a great old time, mm-hmm. just acting foolish, you know, as we usually do. Clearly. And Living your truth, boo. <laughs> no. Living so, your truth. And she, <laughs> I can't with <wear> her. <laughs> Drink two down. Living your truth. <laughs> so my homie trainer ex-trainer mm-hmm. comes over and he's like oh i want to introduce you to someone so i'm thinking oh hey hey, how you doing about to go yeah. right back to my conversation but it you know he wasn't rushing off so i'm like oh so i sat and talked to him for a while him up. yeah so point three for your trainer to introduce you he had to know that you were single and open right. to being you know introduced, introduced. yeah and this is the thing. So I think, you know, I'm always against someone setting me up, but I think the difference in a setup is like, he didn't, he never told, oh, I have someone I want to introduce you to, or it was not, he just did it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's different because when someone's like, oh, I want to introduce, I want to hook you up with someone. I'm like, it's too much pressure. It does create a little bit of pressure, but you still have to, I think, have be to be open a little to open to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So I was open to it, but I think it's all on yeah. the approach. Yeah. And that kind of lies on the person who's doing the introduction. Mm-hmm. It's how smooth they are. Right. If if your friend, whoever, the one who's that middle person, that broker, if you will, mm-hmm. if they ain't crispy, they ain't crispy. It is what it is. You know right. what I mean? But still kind of being open and knowing how well do you know that person? Right. Well, I know them well enough to know that they have my best interest at heart mm-hmm. and they're not going to hook me up with some like cray right you know what I mean yes. sociopath <laughs> some person that has an you know a random family somewhere with like six kids and you know whatever <laughs> so it's interesting to hear you say that you actually met your guy through someone else mm-hmm. when it's so many people like I don't want to be set up uh, listen, I, I was one of those yeah. people and the crazy thing is, it was like, I never, I didn't even look at it as a setup, I guess. Yeah. I just, he introduced us and like walked away, like mm-hmm. whatever happens on you, yeah. basically. And I'm all for that type of situation. But, and it was like a social setting. I always say, if you're going to set someone up, just bring the two people into the same environment, yeah. introduce them and see what happens. Okay. I like that. So then that. you're not really responsible for the outcome, but if you already have someone I want you to meet and th- then I feel like, oh gosh, she's going to want me to like and then it. it is pressure. Right. It is pressure. So I think it's a difference when you're trying to set people up or whatever that is. I like that. I think that's good feedback because mm-hmm. it's like how you introduce the two people does make a big difference and knowing the personalities of the two people that you're introducing. Mm-hmm. If one person is a little more reserved, if one person is a little more shy, nervous in public. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had a friend who just really had like um, social anxiety. Okay. Yeah. Sweetheart. I mean, when I say she is a sweetheart, she is like one of the kindest, purest people. Oh, wow. But mm-hmm. she just has social anxiety. So yeah. I would never like, 
come here, girl. Let me come right. meet Joey. Joey, meet such and such. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Right. Because I know she would clam up. Yeah. Like, it would be a fail. It would be oh, an epic fail. Yeah. Like, she'd probably be like, I go to the bathroom. Right. And never, and, <laughs> and go Jay. home. Right. She's home. She's 30 minutes later. Right what? Now. Huh? Was she? <laughs> Girl, she at home watching Luke Cage. Like, <laughs> listen, I don't blame her. <laughs> Luke Cage. Listen. Mm. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> so, I think that's good advice, though. If you yeah. have. A girlfriend or a guy friend who's single, don't just be pushing people on them. Like I always be say, just with it. right, create the setting. And it was so, I mean, so random. It was so random that mm-hmm. I didn't even feel obligated. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, he gave me his number. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But <laughs> it was just, I think he's been consistent from the start. And mm-hmm. when you notice, like, I notice that because I'm, I'm that person that's like, don't go opening car doors if you're not going to always open those yeah. car doors. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't put on, I, I'm not about the representative. And yeah. he was, he's just been consistent from the start. So, you know. Cuffing season is It's thing. real. And even, whether you're thinking about it or not, I think it's ingrained in us again. Hundreds and thousands of years of wanting to or knowing that we're better when we're together. But I think also at the same time, you have to be mindful of the situation where it's not going to be a long-term situation. So that brings me to, so I read this book, um, Y'all know, I love relationships. I do. And before I found the boo, I was looking for the boo. <laughs> yes, you Okay. Was. And so I read like every book under the sun. But this book, I distinctly remember reading. It might have been like 2010. Before I went away to, um, you know, I did mm-hmm. a like long tour yes. in Armenia and Turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just knew, like, in my life, I felt like it was imperative for me to be a woman that men just couldn't resist. Okay. I, that was just, like, very important yeah. to me. I didn't know why. <laughs> so I read this book. It's called Simply Irresistible by Ellen T. White. And it's so funny because one of the things in this book just kind of talks about kind of being the girl that's just, like, almost kind of, like, nonchalant. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if a guy's into you or whatever, like... It ain't that deep. Right. And I remember treating one of the guys that I was in the fellowship with this way. And when I tell you this dude was like head over heels for me. Like we had a karaoke night one night. Did he he serenade you? Oh, he did. (laughs) He was singing Michael Jackson. This is Arminian dude. Oh, gosh. Pure Arminian. What? Singing Michael Jackson to me. Like he was in love with me. (laughs) And for the fellowship, like... We would go to a particular country, stay for a little while, get to come back home for like a couple of weeks and then go back. So they just didn't have you away for like, you know, this long extended period of time. Okay. So, you know, I was like, okay, dude, I feel you, but chai Right. You know, so when we came back, when we met back up. Walked in the room, having this presentation or whatever. So I walk in the room. This is the first time you see the group again Mm -hmm. after like weeks of being back home in the States. 
And he was looking at me, you know, and I just walked in like, oh, okay, hey, hey, everybody, I ain't seen y'all. And I go sit right. down and carry on my business. And one of the girls that I met, Tia, I'll never forget, she was like, you just walked past him like you were not concerned about him even living. <laughs> and I was like, girl, because I'm not. Living. Right. Like, but I think having that type of attitude attracts men more than that I want a man. It absolutely does. So I would encourage every woman to pick up this book because it really, it goes through all these famous women in history. Mm-hmm. So like your Marilyn Monroe. Okay. Um, and talks about what they, what, how their personality was so um, attractive okay. to men. And so one of the ladies that they discuss is Lady Randolph Churchill, wife of Winston Churchill. Okay. You know, yeah. famous Winston Churchill. Right. But I, I, I found this quote to be interesting because there are so many modern day women who feel like I'm just worried about my career. I'm just worried about building my business. I'm just Listen. worried about yada, yada, yada. And I think you really have to make space in your life to find companionship. Even outside of all those things, you know, there's a time to pursue a degree. There's a time to climb the ladder. But but, but equal time should be spent on finding a mate. But even more so because as women, we are on a timeline. I mean, if you want to have a family. If you do want to have a family. Yeah. You are on a strict, like, I mean, I know y'all think I'm Janet Jackson, but y'all not. Though. Listen. Because Janet got something every woman don't have. She Money. has a billionaire. Well, husband. I mean, and she has money on her in her own right, but yes. And her husband is a billionaire. Yes. So, I didn't say million. Bill, I didn't say thousand billionaire. Billionaire. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He probably picked out his baby eyebrows, okay? And I just, and I feel you. Everybody <laughs> want to marry a billionaire. I probably as did too. As long as they're not Serena Williams' eyebrows, we're all so good. I low key, I'm kind of in love with Serena because they're. Different. I love her. They're no, her. they're not. I love it. Anyway, no. Anyway, yes. So Lady Randolph <laughs> Churchill says, and I quote: "To be happy in life, you need someone to love, something to do, and something to look forward to." Absolutely. And I think that kind of sums up like. Everything almost. Yeah, yeah. Your whole life. It's not yeah. enough to just climb the ladder because you can climb the ladder. But how many women do you know at the top that are single? But also if they are single. Oprah ain't even single. Right. She may not be married, but she's not single. She be cooking for Stedman. She be cooking hmm. Weight Watchers meals for Stedman. <laughs> Check her Instagram. She do be cooking for Stedman. I be like, mama, yes. you better cook for right. Stedman. You better feed your yes, man, girl. Hmm. Let me tell you. I say that to a lot of my younger friends because I feel like, not that I, 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 no, I will honestly say I didn't put as much effort into relationships as mm-hmm. I did my career and my education. I mm-hmm. didn't because, but I was never that woman that felt like, oh, I have to be married and I have to have children to feel like a woman. But if you, I, but I can't say that. If I had to do it again, would I do it differently? I think I would. Absolutely. So me being older than a lot of the women that I'm around, I tell them that all the time. You can, I mean, my mom got her degree, you know, in her 50s. So it's not like you have to do it in your 20s and your 30s. And now she has everything she's want. She has kids, grandkids, her degrees, you know, all of that. So it's like, again, as women... That clock is real. 
Whether it's ticking on you or not, it's still real, what you're physically capable of doing. What I find is that a lot of my friends... (laughs) Y'all gonna hate me. (laughs) But hey, cutie got these um, Chirac mangoes. (laughs) Chirac mango infused mangoes. <laughs> and I don't care if y'all cuss me out in your hair right now. But until you've had a Ciroc mango infused mango, don't come for me. Okay? Exactly. I do what I can. I do what I can. Y'all need to learn how to infuse some mangoes. Get your man. <laughs> I know, right? Because wait till they taste these mangoes. <laughs> and I, and that's what I'm saying. I know she ain't making for me. But I'm going to eat them. Until they come see me. Okay? If right. you mad because they're gone, I don't care. Because I am. <laughs> You're so great. Anyway, though. You know, I love that you're so domesticated because I'm not. <laughs> But I don't feel like I'm, you know, it's so crazy. I don't have half the stuff in my kitchen that you have. And the boo be like, what are you in there doing? And I'd be like, it's going to be good. And he'd be like, oh, okay, I'm not eating that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to eat that, though. I don't feel like I'm domesticated. I just, I'm a gadget girl. So that's all. And everything has like this little special yeah. touch. Like she got this little stainless steel crock pot all in the corner. Like, child, my crock pot is half that size and it's white and dusty. Okay. <laughs> Girl, again, the booby like, <laughs> when are you going to get your life together? <laughs> anyway, no. so now I'm saying I have friends that I feel like are doing really well as it relates to their jobs, yeah. right? Their careers are on fire. But you know why? I think it's because it's easy to do something that's self-contained. Yes. It is. It's so almost to some degree something that you can control. Yeah, right? it's all and about I control, I think. Yeah. With your career, while I know there is no certain path to climb the ladder for women, we kinda know, bruh, if I knock this project out of the out of the park, yes. They looking at me. They're gonna be sweating. If, sister, yeah, they're gonna be know. sweating me. If I mm-hmm. do this presentation, if I land this deal, if I yep. you know, Bring in this new client, whatever. Isn't it crazy when you say that? I've posted many a times on social media. Yeah, I just did my thing in this presentation. Did it. Yeah, but okay. I'm on social media telling y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Because you don't man. have that person to kind of yes. like come home to. And I'm not saying that relationships make a person whole. But it but makes a life. It what I have found lifestyle. is that relationships... Being in a committed relationship pushes you and it taps into a different part of your mm-hmm. personality that you cannot tap into that but for being in a relationship. It's like working a muscle. You got to do this specific exercise to work this muscle yeah. because your everyday life isn't working that muscle. But if you specifically yeah. do this thing, it works this muscle and it makes you into a a greater kind of more well-rounded person. Mm-hmm. If yes. you're really kind of like, Hey, this muscle is super weak. Mm-hmm. How do I strengthen it? Right. How do I grow it? How do I develop it? And I think that's what relationships do. And so for a lot of women who are just like, I'm worried about my career and I ain't mm-hmm. concerned about no man. That's great. And your career is all good. 
you know, and even if you own your own business, sure, I get it. You, I guess you'll never get fired, but shit, your business could fail. Right. You know? And then what? And then who do you get to enjoy it with? Right. And is it, are we making, oh, we're so into our careers and our business an excuse for why we're not meeting men? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I'm not meeting who I want, so I'm just going to keep focused on my career. No, absolutely. I mean, it's That's a scapegoat. Absolutely what's happening. Yeah. I'm not dating because, you know, I'm focused on me. You still ain't got you together. I mean, <laughs> like how many years are you going to do that? Like you still trying to get you together. I'm going to say at the rate you going at 38, you're not going to be together. Girl, maybe like you getting you together ain't the best recipe. It's like, maybe you need somebody to help you look, with that. Is it insanity? Cause you keep doing the same thing over right. and over again. You get them same, you the same you, you was last year, girl. Like, I mean, I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm looking at you from the outside. You're the same person. How many times you going to worry about you? So messy. I'm just it's true. I mean, I'm speaking from experience. I mean, seriously, speaking from experience. So it's not like I'm sitting here pointing fingers. No, I don't know, kids. I'm not, I've never been married. Yeah. So it's, I'm, listen, take it from me. (laughs) I think cuffing season is a real thing. And Mm -hmm. it is okay to approach it intentionally to say, wow, if this is the time of year, that naturally right. we mate as human species, okay? Yep. Right? Just take everything else out of it. Take the social media out of it. Take, you know, mainstream media. Just take everything out of it and say, if this is the season that we naturally mate, what can I do to be intentional mm-hmm. about seeking out opportunities to find my partner? Absolutely. Can I go to different places? You know, maybe I've been going to these same happy hours. Mm -hmm. Maybe you work this job and you ain't met nobody at work. Okay. So, you know, blaze through your projects and get off early and go to a happy hour at a different, maybe happy hour hop, hop around the different happy hours. Go to a different lunch spot. Like today I had a meeting uptown. Mm -hmm. I went up there, had my meeting, went somewhere else, had lunch, walked back to the office. I mean... Again, you have to be out to do that. You got to be out to meet people mm-hmm. who don't live inside of your house. Right. I mean. Which I hope no one's living there and you don't know Because if you got it. a random man living in your house, that's, this podcast isn't for you. You need to stop listening now and go seek help. Okay. Call 311. Right. Like, 911 possibly. I don't know. Yeah. But being intentional about it. And two, I think. And I have some friends. I feel like y'all doing the same stuff y'all did last year. Yeah. Maybe you say you're looking for a man, but you really haven't changed anything about yourself. Yeah. You haven't changed your wardrobe. Your hair. You haven't changed your hair. Nothing. You haven't changed where you go. You haven't changed who you hang out with. Mm-hmm. You haven't changed your your geographical location. Right. If you have a job that maybe there's a project that you can take in a different city that'll you take know, it. Yeah. Take you away from your city for a year or two. What's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. You nothing. know, <laughs> nothing. Right? Because I mean, if it's with if your it bombs, job, you can move. Guess what? Right. It's, hopefully, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. Whatever <laughs> city you live in will be there a year later. Right. As long as you don't live in like Louisiana somewhere, it's but, a um, possibility it might yes, not be there. However, right. comma, <laughs> you know, for you the can most find part, a city. Yes. 
But it's like I find a lot of people doing the same thing or I have friends who will move to a different city but do the same Same thing. Or if you're moving to a new city, you're not putting yourself out there to meet new people. Yeah. Like you're going to work and you're going home. You're not yeah. going to meet anyone doing that at all. So I would challenge you to read Simply Irresistible. Also, I would say read, y'all know, I can't stress this enough, but How to Find a Husband After <laughs> 35. After 35, yes. By Rachel Greenwald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Boo, not mine. The Boo, actually. Didn't he gift that? To me for Christmas was that it, his plan? It was a combo gift. Me and, <laughs> yeah, me and him. Yeah, <laughs> I think the book works. He don't, he ain't really into it as much as I am. He was just trying to get me, uh, you know, linked up. <laughs> sure. He was trying to get Hanky to hook up. He was like, "When your friend gonna get a man?" Like, right? Y'all can be hanging out every week, right? But we can't though. <laughs> so I really think it works. I think what I think the book does is and it's written by Rachel Greenwald like I said who has a Harvard MBA mm-hmm. and apply that to she, yeah she applies yeah. her her training from having this you know Ivy League MBA to her matchmaking business and it takes a business type of approach to it the mm-hmm. same as you would do if you know so we were talking earlier everybody knows especially in Charlotte if you're looking for a job, somewhere around March right. is a great time. March, April is a great time to find a job in this city because mm-hmm. all the banks. <laughs> our two biggest employers yes. typically give out bonuses around February and people will quit their job as After. soon yes. as they get their bonus. I'm just waiting it out. They be like, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to get my bonus. You pass a certain point in the year, I'm just going to wait for my bonus. And then y'all can kiss it. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's it's actually, so it's like March, April, because people are thinking, okay, bet, I got a new job. I'm going to start May, June at the school is out. Right. I'm going to move my whole family. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. Yeah. And so if you are looking for a job in this city, March, April is the perfect time because Absolutely. there's so many jobs open. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a job, you telling me in January, February, you're not going to like get yourself prepped. You're not going right. to get your resume together. You're not going to like revamp your LinkedIn. You're not going to update your headshot. You're not going to start having coffees with people that you know in the industry you want to work in. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. You would say, what is it that I need to do? Do I need to get a certification? Okay. Let me, let me reverse engineer that. Boom. If I want to start looking for a job in February, when the certification to, yeah. take three months. Let me go ahead and sign up in yeah. October <laughs> or whatever. Like you would do that. I think finding a partner is no different. But I think, so I read this other article today. It'll probably be a topic, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. Mm -hmm. But I think people, like for women, they are waiting for the men to approach them. And sometimes you have to do the approaching. Or also, I mean, just look at, you have to evaluate the type of guy you want. So this article is specifically talking about beautiful women, why it's hard for beautiful women to find a mate. And yeah, so it gives 15 different reasons and some of them have to do with, so if you are a beautiful woman, you're probably looking for or wanting maybe the wrong type of guy. So you really, so it's like you, it's almost like what you always say, (laughs) just that guy that you may have put into the friend zone, you might want to look at him again. Yeah. Because it's like, 
what makes him a good friend is also going to make him a good mate. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times relationships are built out of friendship. Like it's not, I always say, yeah, you want to be physically attracted to a person, but sometimes it's not the outer, the physicality of it that will physically attract you to a person. And you shouldn't limit yourself to just, oh, he's not this, he's not that. Like, yes, you know me. I have my criteria, whatever. But at the end of the day, he can look all like this. He could be a freaking 50 on a scale of 1 to 10. But if his personality sucks ass and he's just not a good person, I'm not going to want to be with him anyway. So at the root of it, it's about the it's the inner beauty for both men and women. And if you're not looking past the outside sometimes to really get to know that person's inside, you're looking for the wrong, you're not really looking for the right thing at all. You're not going to find it. I think that's so true. So when you're like reaching out to your friends and saying, and and the book, the How to Find a Husband After 35 talks about this, when you're reaching out to your friends and saying, hey, you know, I'm really serious about finding somebody and um, here are the things that I'm looking for, Mm -hmm. right? And this leads me to another book, because if you guys have nothing else to do, you could read all these books, because I have. And then watch all the TV shows she watched. Mm -hmm. I am a consumer of information, okay? (laughs) That is what I am as a human being. Yes. Don't fault me for it. But Paul Brunson has a book called It's Complicated. Mm -hmm. It's Complicated, but it doesn't have to be a modern guide to finding and keeping love. But in that book, he basically talks about your non-negotiables. So figuring out what your Mm non-negotiables are. And so I would say weave that with when you're talking to your friends. So how to find a husband after 35, that book talks about when you talk to your friends that you haven't talked to in a while and they say, hey, how are you doing? And then you say, oh, I'm good. But even further than that, you say, I'm good. I've just decided that I'm looking for a partner. Right. So if you know anybody and then boom, that's when you weave in Paul Brunson's book to say, what are your three non-negotiables? If mm-hmm. you know somebody that's smart and kind and, I don't know, loves dogs or whatever, right. let me know. Don't leave with that long-ass list. Three. Ugh. Three things. That you, three. that the person must have. Not <laughs> your 50 of the what I would love for him three. to have. Three things. <laughs> Y'all tire me with these lists. For yeah. real. And now I can't say for sure that that worked for me because I didn't particularly tell my girlfriend what I was looking for. I just said I was looking for a guy. I was ready but for somebody. I think it depends serious. on who you're telling because, yeah. like, if you were to tell me, or you know, I have a circle of friends that I know, I know, I think I know what they're looking for. Yeah. So, so it's just yeah. kind of knowing, like, if your friends know you and they and they want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I know Hey Cutie well enough to know I'm probably, if if you were to tell me, hey, I'm looking for a guy, I'm not just going to pick the, the tall, dark guy right. that's like a foot professional athlete or something mm-hmm. if I don't think he's a good person. Right. Because I'm just again, not. I don't care if you're going to be attracted to him or not. Right. I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't want your heart to be broken. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you want the physical, but you have to look at, if you're looking for long term, then you have to look at the long term. Of that person. Because, again, looks will fade. What happens if this person gets in a car accident and he's an asshole? Are you really going to want to stay with Girl, that person? what y'all going to do 10, 15 years from now? I can guarantee you ain't nobody going to look the same. I'm not going to look, look the same. 15. I wish, but it's highly My unlikely. mama look good. 
Child, my mama looks old. Like she looks oh, her age. You know like, what? And, <laughs> and I'm you not know? even proud. My mom does it. So like, I'm looking forward to that. Not, you know, but the fact of the matter is, my mama has great hair and she you right looks, now. I think my mama's like 54 and she looks 54. That's Which just is what it is. What, at least she don't look 74. She don't look 74, right. but she looks 54. So she looks her age. And I'm sure her her 34 year old self will be like, what? Girl, you're going to get old. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the thing. We all age. You never know. And we age and you just never know what tomorrow will bring. So looking for that outer beauty is not going to make a long lasting relationship. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So being clear, get to know yourself, read a couple of books, get serious. Get serious about cuffing season. Absolutely. Like, don't play it to the left like, eh, I don't really. Don't Get look at it as just, it. oh, he just want to have sex with me for a couple months. Because if that's what you're looking at, it, you'll never find someone that wants more than that. Because that's all you focus fellas, on. fellas. Fellas. Get your life right. I know that y'all out here <laughs> waiting for like, you know... Ariel from um, Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid <laughs> to come along, and I get it. I do. Princess Sienna from Princess and the Frog. I mm. get it. Give the everyday woman who challenges you just a little bit, who makes you think a little bit, who gets on your nerves, but not from a bad space, coming from a space right. of like, oh, right. She chant like why, uh, she, why she know that like she's so difficult right yes you like give her it. a chance <laughs> you know because I think we're stronger as partners right absolutely and I have I have a partner who have me like okay. <laughs> 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 But then there are moments where he might just drop some random knowledge on me. Yeah. Like when we were at Fit Camp. Yeah. And he's reading like the back of a yes, pastor's shirt. T-shirt. Like, yeah, because yes. I, I remember I, I took a Hebrew class and this, I was listening. I was just, I was listening. He will just randomly <laughs> drop some knowledge on you and you just be like, Boy, I just love you. <laughs> Yes. I didn't need that. I can't do anything with it. I don't speak But you Hebrew. can. Like, I couldn't translate it, but I could tell you what the back of that shirt, like, what yeah. the symbols stand for now. Like, and those are vowels. Those are consonants. Gives, yeah. yeah. See, he just gives you a little bit of knowledge, <laughs> and it's just like, why do you have that stored in your head? And, Listen. <laughs> you know, thank you. Those are the things thank that, Thank you for you know. sharing that with me in this moment. Yeah. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that more than, you know... Whatever. Right. The the superficial stuff. How much money you got mm-hmm. in your account. How much whatever. I appreciate those little things. And so I just think when we open ourselves up to the possibility of cuffing season, when we treat it like we treat other things in life, if there was a season to sell a house and you were trying to sell your house, you would pay attention. Absolutely. You would get yourself in order. If got there my was house a season, right and ready. Exactly. You Quick. knew when was a good time to sell your yeah. house and it was like, I need to jump on it. Yep. Let me just take that extra step and do what I got to do to fix the house up, get it right, mm-hmm. put it on the market, boom. You may not want to, but again, you have to look at your long-term goals. If it's really in a relationship, having a family is what you want, you got to put the time in. Put the time. Put mm-hmm. equal, if not more time than you put into your job every day. Yeah. Because I do not know anybody that has been on a job for 30 years. 
But I know people that's been married for 30 years. Right. I'm like, the way these jobs are laying off, don't put all your eggs in that basket. So you put so much energy. Like, here's the thing. Would you pay somebody $1,500 to write your resume if you knew for sure you could get a job making $250,000 a year? Uh, Yep. Absolutely. So would you put $1,500 into finding a husband that you knew you would be with for 30 years that would give you a life of happiness and fulfillment and kids and, Mm -hmm. you know, a partner that you can travel the world with and that person you can come home to and be like, babe. Guess what happened today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's priceless. So it is. the same amount of energy you put into a job, put it into a relationship. Yeah. I mean, cause it's just, yeah, you have your girlfriends, but there is just times in the middle of the day that you get, you know, something happens. You want to tell this person. It's not always your friends you want to go and tell, or you get a random text, you know, Hey, in the middle of the day, you got to find like, your person. Yes. Your person. That person that you could be dead broke with and know you will be okay with. <sighs> like, yes. babe, what are we going to do this month? We're going to get these good ramen. <laughs> I just sauce your ramen up a little Listen, bit. I found a recipe on Pinterest. I was about to say, I will freak some ramen. Okay? <laughs> Trust me, yeah. babe. Got you, boo. Got you. <laughs> but it's just those things where, you know, I was looking, oh, he, he has to take me out and we got to go to these extravagant... Yeah, that's all fun, but what happens when, like I said, layoffs are real. Layoffs no are one real. is safe from a layoff. Even if your man has his own business, you know, man or a woman or whatever. Yeah, are you- market slumps. And if you're providing a certain service that's not a necessity, you may take a hit in your business. What are you going to do? And I love the the late night conversations, the mm-hmm. laying in the bed. Like, you know what? I had this idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should try this. Yeah. Maybe you should think about this. Oh, you're rolling out a new product? Hmm. Have you thought about this? Right. Like, those are just benefits yeah. to being in a relationship. And so, I would say approach cuffing season with positivity. With If you are single, I get it. I know that y'all go to church and y'all say, you know, this is my season to be single. I really don't know what that means. And, and I guess, girl, you know, but... <laughs> we talked, didn't we talk about that last week? I, think? I mean... We might have hit on it. But don't look, there's power in numbers. Okay? And there's also power in asking. If you, you pray every day, if you're not praying for that and actively putting effort into it, just like anything else you pray for... It's just words. Do you know what I mean? Unless you put some action behind it. But I know y'all feel like y'all ideal man gonna come knock on the door. And I don't know how he got your address to come knock on the door. And Unless he, he worked for UPS. You wanna date that UPS dude? It's a little weird if a <laughs> random man is knocking on your door. So you have to get outside of your house. This Please is the do. season. So ladies, look. It's football season. Go tailgating. Go watch a game at the bar. I mean, get out the house. Get ready for cuffing season. It's here. It's happening. And we want all of our singles to be cuffed up. Okay? <laughs> yes. We want you to find your partner that you can laugh with, sing with, dance with, vacation with, travel with, make babies with, whatever. <laughs> and if y'all need some tips, hit us up. Hit us up on social media. I'm, I live for giving my, my opinion. Okay? So if you need some <laughs> advice from me... If you want to know how I met the boo, how I have held on to the boo, because mm. I swear he's trying to get away from me every day, but it's like, no, you're going nowhere. Okay? 
So if you want to know how you can hang on to the mans, listen. How to lock them in? Yep. Hit me up on social media, drinktoremarried.com on our website, DTWM mm-hmm. underscore podcast on Twitter, and drink to remarried at Instagram. Send us questions. I mean, because we're here for you. We're just trying to share our knowledge. Yes. Do what it do. Yes. We want all of our singles to be booed up. Okay? Absolutely. And before we close out, we're going to cut to our sponsor and we'll be right back. Awesome. Do you love unique accessories? Are you looking for a gift to celebrate a special occasion? Well, Jewels by Jay specializes in handcrafted jewelry for men and women, and they're offering our listeners 10% off your order when you spend at least $25. Use code DTWM and visit JewelsbyJay.BigCartel.com to place your custom order today. So this wraps up another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Um, We'd like to thank our sponsors, Point Plus Fitness. Remember, if you want to get your buy one, get one free pass, go to Point Plus Fitness. Point Plus FitCamp.Eventbrite.com. <laughs> yeah. But like for real, for real, if you're in the Charlotte area, it's actually a lot of fun. It is. It's in Freedom Park, which is off East Boulevard. Um, we meet by the stage, like down by the stage at 9 a.m. on Saturdays. And if you want to just come out and see me and hate you to make a fool of ourselves. And look a sweaty damn mess. Yeah. This is the best time to do it. You probably get some good material for like um, blackmail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good group and chat. Them, they be out thinking they cute. Yeah, we Shine do, on, not at but not at Fitcare. <laughs> be looking a damn mess, be cussing and be mad. Right? Yeah. And so also, special thanks to Jules by Jane for being a dedicated sponsor. If you're yes. looking for like your um, holiday jewelry. Gifts. Mm-hmm. A lot of gifts coming up. So There is a code out there. I believe it's 10% off. Mm-hmm. Um any purchase of $25 or more, just use DTWM at the checkout. Yep. And so, as always, you can find us on our website at drinktoremarried.com, on Instagram at drinktoremarried. Twitter is DTWM underscore podcast. We've been kind of active on Twitter lately, Listen, so come see we us. Have. And we get a lot of retweets and a lot of we likes. Do. So, you know, follow us, us, see the foolishness, because who knows what we talk about out there. I mean, television shows, I mean, po- other podcasts. We talk about the everything. Above. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. and as always, if you have questions and you want our unsolicited advice, <laughs> send us an email at drinktoremerit.com or you can send us a question on ask.fm backslash drinktoremerit. So, till the next time. Cheers. Cheers.